Hello, 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 podcast listeners. Welcome to another edition of PWC Connections, the podcast. We got a special one for you. We are wrapping up 2021, and we don't have a guest exactly, but we do have a trio in the bucket. The trifecta. I, come on now. Can we all fit in the bucket? We, we in here. Okay, we're all- we wearing a mask for anybody <laughs> who's wondering. We're all snuggled in the bucket there together. We go. There we go. So for those other voices, let me introduce myself. I'll be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson. Joining me, who wants to go? Courtney, you go ahead. I'm Courtney Lucas. Hey, Courtney. Hi. Merry Christmas. And we got a bonus host. Bonus. Bonus. We've been joined by Nicole Stiff. What's up, Nicole? <laughs> Y'all have heard Nicole. She's joined us for a few episodes. She may not be our regular, but she joins us for a special episode. Yeah, so Nicole's she's here. You know it's special. And we are going to do a 2021 year in review. Some of the things that have taken place here at PwC or some of the things that we've had the opportunity to be a part of in the community for Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, man, where do we start? It's been a fast year. I think every year that goes by seems like I can't believe we're at the end of the year. Agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just January. We were just at grinding of the greens, and now we are preparing for the next grinding of the greens. Right. This year has definitely flown by. I know that's cliche, but I I think it's true for sure this year. I think one of the things that uh, I, and it probably happened November, the end of November, but we had new leadership come in. Uh, we've had an opportunity to experience our new CEO, general manager for a whole year now, Miss mm-hmm. Elena Ball. Um, any any feedback, any input, insight you guys want to provide on our new CEO? This, I'll start. Let me say this is the part where I suck up and <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is okay. because she's your mentor. So okay. don't forget that. But uh yeah, I think she's done a great job. I don't know uh, if I had to put myself in her shoes how I would adjust to coming to a new state, uh, new organization, and having to be the head of that organization. I think she's done a great job of being seen, for sure. Uh, Having her influence go ahead and start to take place within the first year. And we've still been able to keep things, uh, you know, at the the level. I don't think there's – I wouldn't say there's been any drop-off at all. If anything, is an uptick. Gains, gains, gains. I like, for example, um, that she goes out to see the crews while they're working. Right. She puts on her steel-toed boots. She puts on her hard hat and her safety vest. And she gets almost literally in the trenches with the crews who are out and about. I love that about her. Um, I love that she initiated the Manager's Minute, which is a special we do for the TV show that also gets shared on social media and our e-blast and a few other places. Um, Every month we see an uptick in numbers. Our customers seem to really enjoy the Manager's Minute, and I know our employees enjoy it. So I I love that she's she's more forward-facing. And as a female, I think it's awesome that we now have a female leader. I, I, I'm surprised I don't hear that more. I know. Right? Well, I, you know, in some ways I feel like we really shouldn't feel that way because yeah. it's 2021. But um, I still think it's it's been nice to see her to be able to come in and to be so comfortable with everyone and everything and just be able to, to hit the ground running with everything that she inherited when she got here yeah. and to do it so well. And, you know, I, I see the community being so welcoming to her and loving her as much as we do. Mm-hmm. So that that's been nice that there wasn't, 
you know, you have that fear when someone new comes in that there's going to be a hiccup. Right. And there hasn't been that hiccup. So I think everything's gone really well. Agreed. So we're talking about new leadership and changes. 2021, where if we had to reflect, what's one of the obvious things we've had to deal with? COVID. COVID. <laughs> I was like, is this a trick question? Right, is that a trick question? <laughs> uh, global warming? I don't know what the answer is. COVID. COVID. So how how, how do you feel COVID? I mean, it was like year two. 2020 year two. was the initial introduction to COVID. I remember hearing about it in like November, December 2019. Okay. Okay. So it was still overseas, but there was rumblings right. of something coming our way. They showed someone eating so, the bat soup. Oh God. So we, um, so we're definitely at the second year of this, um, going back to Elena, having to navigate essential workers through a pandemic, you know, she had to keep employees, staff, workers safe so that our customers would continue to get reliable services um, through this pandemic. Yeah, as well as uh, just being able to convert or transition for some of our employees to work from home. And uh, we still been able to get the, the job done or provide service, as you stated, but doing it in a safe manner, mm -hmm. uh, cutting back on some of the employees here at the facility so that it's not at capacity, making it a little bit safer for the ones who are here. Uh, and cut back in that they're working from home. We haven't let anybody go. I want to make that very clear. That We're just, um, we've kind of transitioned some employees to a work from home environment. Yeah. And I think it's awesome that our, our coworkers um, have remained very, very flexible with that. And, you know, their commitment to providing those essential services has stayed the same. And um, I think it's been important for them to have leadership. Um, at that level that were supportive of them in that way yeah. and making sure that they got whatever they needed to be able to feel like they could do their jobs, you know, the way that needed to be done. Right. So that, that's been a really, another good thing about her being here. Sure. When she started, I remember her asking questions of everyone. What do you need? What do you want? What yeah. can I do to make your job easier? And she received a lot of feedback and she delivered on a lot of that feedback. So I think mm -hmm. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So this year has been, different different for us especially when it comes to community events we were able to get a couple uh accomplished or pulled off uh despite the circumstances and of course the one that stands out because it's that time of year again is grinding of the greens for those who do not know it's like our little christmas tree recycling program where we work with the city for people to uh, get their live christmas trees recycled We've been doing it every year. This will be the 28th year that uh, we've been able to do it. And despite COVID, we were still able to pull it off. So hats off to our uh, tree trimming crew uh, and the construction guys that came out, all our volunteers that came out, the, the people from Duke Energy Pro uh, Progress, uh, everybody that you know contributes and has a helping hand, the city, Parks and Recs, everybody. Um, what's another event you guys can think of that we were able to pull off. Come on, Courtney. My favorite. I'm sorry, Nicole. Go ahead. Well, you know, it's funny because I, y'all, I'm sure y'all will remember this. We had that hot minute where we thought, okay, all these events are going to be canceled, so that means that we can kind of take a breather oh and go back and get through some of our uh, to dos on our list that were like a or not the A level, but B and C level. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really do that a whole lot because we figured out ways that we could pivot to continue doing some of these events if we had to do them virtually or just make sure they were socially distanced or whatever. And our customers have become accustomed to us doing events. They're used to seeing mm -hmm. us 
um, not just us as in Lamont, Courtney, and Nicole out in the community. They're used to seeing our, our employees doing community events. And that went away, unfortunately, during the height of the pandemic. But again, like you said, Nicole, we figured out a way to make it happen. And so my favorite event that we we pulled off virtually was the PwC Expo. Um, that took place in March. And Elena was the MC, if you will, the host of the event. And um, we kind of highlighted some of our more popular tables mm -hmm. and departments. And she went around and spoke to employees who manned those tables. Um, and we were able to, you know, showcase PwC in a unique way, um, still do giveaways. We came up with an innovative way to get giveaways to our customers. Mm -hmm. And um, because it was online, we were able to track uh, and analyze how many people tuned in and watched. And it was a very popular virtual event. Yeah, it's like that built-in uh, analytics part with virtual stuff that you yeah, don't really get yeah. with in-person events. Mm -hmm. So we were able to kind of gauge our success in a little bit of a different way than we've been able to do in the past. Yeah. And again, you know, throwing it back to how awesome the employees were that uh, manned those tables and did those um, videos for us because we told them what, what we needed them to do. And they were like, heck yeah, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. And so it, it was nice to have their support and helping us kind of bring that you know, to fruition and make it happen. Yeah. The three of us were behind the scenes. We, we put our employees at the forefront with Elena to host um, mm -hmm. this really cool virtual event. I loved it. So grunting of the greens was January uh, virtual expo was the spring. That was in March. In March is the beginning of spring. Correct. So, so <laughs> you got me. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> taking us into the summertime where we work with sustainable sand hills and they, uh, they hosted their drive electric, uh, event here at PWC. We had a opportunity to get our customer programs folks involved and invite some people out to the facilities to, uh, you know, look at the, the car show. That was a, an event we were able to pull up. We had great weather. Uh, and hopefully we can keep it going. Yeah. Um, during the summer, you mentioned the summer, you and our summer intern, Sydney, uh, you went out to a community event, right? Mm -hmm. A school or a, a, a rec center. So you were able to get out Man, this that summer. Was so long ago. I don't even, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're I think right. it was like Rim um, rec center and you and Sydney were able to pull off an event speaking to children speaking to kids yeah about yeah. conservation so while we were, were they limited, didn't care anything about conservation they wanted to know how much money i made <laughs> oh okay well bless their hearts um it's all public record i guess um so but i thought that was cool that you and sydney were able to um kind of return to a sense of normalcy right. this summer and do something that we we typically do every single summer multiple times a week it seems like yeah and it was cool that we could have sydney because we'd kind of taken a break a little bit with the summer intern program mm -hmm. here and so we were able to bring that back um this past summer yeah shout out to sydney and harris she is. she was i don't know if she still is but she was the sga president at Fayetteville state university thank you for what you did for us sydney if you checking out the podcast all right, did we have an event in the fall? Well, we had public power uh, week month. Right. Um, and we didn't do it as big as we normally do, mm -hmm. but we still celebrated. Sure. Um, so we didn't ignore the month. We did things online, um, via social media, things like that. And so we were still able to get out in front of customers, again, virtually, yeah. and celebrate the um, the benefits of public power. Which brings us to the month we're in now, December, and we just finished up a parade. We did the uh, Rotary Christmas Parade downtown Fayetteville. 
Uh, again, great weather. So I guess, Courtney, you may be right. There's some global warming. Uh, we got great weather in, in <laughs> December, and we were very fortunate for that. Uh, I think all our employees who participated and they had the opportunity to bring their families out and participate and be a part of riding through downtown Fayetteville on one of these PWC bucket trucks, waving. I mean, it was Who a great feeling. Who doesn't love to ride on a bucket truck, right? All the kids that participated, <laughs> because families are invited um, to join us for that event. And we had probably, I don't know, 15 kids, and they loved it. Every single one, it, kid at a candy store. They loved riding on the bucket truck. Um, and I, I enjoy that we get to do that you know, every year. We missed it last year. They canceled it because of COVID. But I'm so happy we were able to bring that back um, for our employees. Yeah, we really strive to... Uh be in the community. And fortunately, we were recognized this year for being in the community by the American Public Power Association. We received the APPA Sue Kelly Community Service Award. Gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Telling you, the year flies by. Um, shouts out to Miss Kelly, you know, for that award being named after her. And shouts out to you guys. <laughs> for the work you do in the community. <laughs> that was an that's an award that all six hundred and fifty or so employees earned fair and square. Right. Um the American Public Power Association, which is our um kind of our umbrella agency that's over all municipal power companies, um, they award utilities who go outside mm -hmm. and meet with their customers and interact and um provide reliable service and you know we all did it. It wasn't just the communications and community relations department. It was all of PwC who earned that award. So we were recognized um, nationally for that and pat it's, on the back to everyone. It's always nice when you get the national recognition for what yeah. you do. Yeah. When you consider that there's 2,000 other people that they could have, or 2,000 other utilities that they could have given it to, and they chose us. Yeah. Um, and they it's chose pretty us awesome. um, for like our United Way campaign. Mm -hmm. We're heavily involved in that. Um, I mean, just all kinds of things. They, they, APPA recognize that PwC is a star in in that realm, in the community service realm. So, so congrats to all the employees who helped us win that award. And speaking of our employees, uh, as an employer, we were recognized by the state. The Business North Carolina Magazine named PwC for the second year in a row as one of the best employers in North Carolina. Woo woo! Shouts out to our. Uh, human resources team and everybody that contributes to that. Again, that's a, it's one of those things that helps us uh, acquire some of the top talent in order to come to the organization and contribute so that we can continue to provide those reliable services for, uh, you know, our residents. And PwC really is a quality place to work. There are so many different benefits. Uh, the biggest one I will say, of course, you you want compensation and you want to get paid, but I think it's the work environment. I really enjoy the, the culture, work environment. The culture. The culture. Uh, everyone pretty much has an attitude of being helpful and how can we get this job done? You don't run into a lot of attitudes. You don't run into a lot of dead ends in terms of people uh, not trying to help you accomplish the goal. And that's very much appreciated as someone who's working. Uh, if you guys always, got any words that you want to say for yourself, I always think about um, the hallway we have that uh, some of us refer to as Main Street. Mm -hmm. You can't walk down Main Street without a hello, a hi, how are you doing, a smile, a hey, how are the kids doing? People here care about each other. And this is a friendly environment. And um, when new employees come in, I think a lot of them are shocked 
at how friendly everyone is. Interns always talk about how welcoming and friendly everybody is. Um, so even in a pandemic, we're still, you know, smiling. I think one of the the most important parts of getting that award is that it's based on, or a lot of it is based on an employee survey that mm. they conduct. So that's, it's our employees giving their feedback on their experience here that drives us being able to be recognized for that award. So that's, I think that's, that says a lot about our employees and about our employer. Agreed. Agreed. And you can read more about the Best Employer Award and the Business NC Magazine. Um, I wouldn't say that particular issue came out in June, July timeframe, mm -hmm. but you can just Google it, of course, and read all about how great we are. And another award that I, I wanted to mention was another national award. We received the American Public Power Association Smart Energy Provider Award. This is the second time earning that distinction. Uh, it lasts for two years, so we, we earned it in 2019. And again, 2021. Uh, it recognizes us for demonstrating the leading practices in smart energy, energy efficiency, uh, our different energy programs, uh, environmental and sustainability initiatives, and just providing a good overall customer experience. Shouts out to our employees for doing that. Uh, so many different projects you can think about, the community solar and battery storage project, uh, all the effort we did for a time of use getting out to the community and putting that in people's face, the different uh, community incentive programs we have, our EV charging stations, you name it. We have a bunch of different uh, initiatives and incentives that helped us earn this award. And, you know, hopefully we can get it for a third year. I think we will. You think I so? have faith in us. Yeah, okay. I think we will. All right. And as we continue the move throughout the year, one of the things that was also highlighted is that PwC received an historic low financing and uh, bond assurance. We completed a 94 million bond assurance with a 2.278 interest rate, the lowest interest rate ever achieved. Uh, That's awesome. And what does that mean for customers? That they're going to be, the, PwC was able to borrow money at a lower rate. By borrowing the money at a lower rate, we can keep the rates at a low or at a, at a, a fixed uh, costs for the customer so they don't have to worry about, uh, you know, their rates just automatically jumping up. If there are certain projects, capital projects that we're working on, we want to get accomplished, we can do it without it being like a high interest rate. Exactly. So, oh my God, I got it right. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't testing you. <laughs> I was just going to stay out of that one. <laughs> it, so, it really does boil down to um, think of a credit card. This is how Elena explained it to me. Okay. Think of it as a credit card with a really low interest rate. We now have the ability to, um, like you said, infrastructure. Um, we can work on our power plant. We can work on our water treatment facilities. We can work on the sewage lines that run under, underground. Um, and we'll be able to keep low rates in place so that our customers aren't footing the bill for that. We're going to take care of it. Um, so again, customers benefit because we, we got a really low interest rate and we're going to be able to upgrade our facilities. You know, and I think I, I've, I don't know that you could find any utility around this company that is not suffering from the same problem that we are with the aging infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's good that we can lay the foundation for being able to address those things for the future, because, you know, that's just something that you can't ignore. 
Um, and any time that we can do that and keep it at a low cost for our customers is, is really a good thing. And I'm not going to get into to this part because I, I haven't read up on it all the way, but the new infrastructure bill that was just passed, mm -hmm. um, that will ultimately benefit our customers as well because uh, trickle down, we'll get some cash from that bill and we'll be able to use that um, for our services too. So stay, stay tuned for that. So you mentioned the APPA being our umbrella agency mm -hmm. a while ago. I just saw something come across my email inbox this morning where um, they were kind of laying out how that infrastructure bill will benefit electric providers. Okay. And I didn't have the time to, to take a deep dive into it, but um, it really goes to show you how important it is to have an organization like the APPA that kind of can be our voice yeah. up in Washington and help make the bigger things like that mm -hmm. make its way down to the little folks like us um, and help us out in the future. For sure. Great transition. Uh, speaking of making its way down, there was a. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> Good one. There was a See settle. how I set that up for you. <laughs> I'm just catching the alley-oops, guys. God, there was a, a settlement one. reach with the Cape Fear Basin water quality situation where uh, the city of Greensboro was discharging 1,4 dioxide, and we saw how that could potentially affect us. So we got involved and a settlement was reached to where. I'm not sure of all the actions that are going to be taking place. I'm, I'm going to pass it to you, Courtney. We were speaking with uh, one of our chief, well, our chief over water resources, Mick Nolan. He was kind of breaking it down. Uh, you, you t what did he share with you? So starting back in 2014, we noticed an uptick in 1,4-dioxane, which is a toxin. Um, it's could be considered cancerous. The EPA is looking into it. Um, but what happens is when the city of Greensboro was discharging their wastewater into the Cape Fear River. Um, it was actually the Haw, Haw River that ended up in Cape Fear. Um, it was coming down to our customers. And there isn't a way to get one for dioxin out of the water. That's not a PWC thing. That's just a, there isn't a way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, it's like going to the moon. Well, no, we've done that. It's like going to Mars. <laughs> we can't get there. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> We try to work with cities upstream to get that contaminant out of the water. Um, there was some going back and forth, but Greensboro finally agreed to a settlement saying, okay, we're going to take care of it so that you aren't getting as much 1,4-dioxane. Mm -hmm. There is still some in the water, um, but our settlement is a win for our customers as well as customers downstream from us. Um, we're all sharing the same water. So if we can get this contaminant out of the water at the source, um, then we'll, we're all, we'll all be better off for it. And it's um, actually cheaper to do it that way too than yeah. for us to have to adjust anything that we're doing or add new equipment or something like, Which is, like that at yeah. our plant. Um, and one four dioxane, it's found in things like um, anti-grease, antifreeze, uh, paint, uh, varnishes, things like that. So it's in a lot of different products. Um, and again, it, it's hard to get out of the water, but um, because of the settlement, we're in a good position. And that's, yeah, this is always a hard sell, I think, for our customers, because obviously they think, you know, if there's a, some sort of any contaminant needs to mm -hmm. be removed from the water. And we kind of take our cue from the EPA, but as an, an emerging contaminant, you know, they haven't uh, 
put out anything yet that's kind of told us what our limits are. And so it's still new for them too. Yeah. So you're, you're constantly having to adjust and do the best you can with what you have. And I think being able to work with Greensboro at the source, like you were mm -hmm. saying, is really the best way to go. Um, and I'm glad that we were able to reach that decision with them. And um, I just want to reiterate, our water is safe to drink. Um, I've said it a drink couple it every of times. I drink it every day. I've said it a couple of times. Um, our employees, we have a watering hole here at PwC. People fill up their their water jugs. Uh, we drink the water at home. We feed our, we give our water to the pets, our pets. Um, I mentioned, you know, when my, my son was little and I was using formula, I would use the tap water for that. So our water is safe to drink. Don't be afraid to turn on your tap water and you're going to save money because bottled water is so much more expensive than tap water. So go for it. And you can go to our website, FAYPWC.com and get more details or more extensive details on some of these things we're talking about. And depending on when you're listening to this episode, you may want to just do a Google search, FAYPWC, and then whatever you want to put in the subject line that you're interested in. So if it's our bond rating, if it's about this water settlement, if you want to look up some of our awards, that's a good way to find them. Um, one of the last things we, before we close out the year, we had a transition again in leadership, this time with one of the commissioners. Uh, we bid a farewell to Mr. Darswell Rogers, who has been with us. He was with us for eight years. Eight years, mm -hmm. two terms. Eight years, two terms. Uh, definitely grateful for all the uh, effort energy service he provided just being on our, our board and we welcomed uh returnal retired colonel donald porter i, I combined the words uh <laughs> i understood what you were saying it's a mashup it mash so uh we're, we're definitely going to see um the influence and impact of mr porter moving forward uh again thanks again to mr rogers and uh transition 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 times are changing we're going to transition into a new year in a few days um, and more to come on Commissioner Porter. Um, we look forward to introducing him to customers and employees. Sure. All right, guys. Uh, I'm sure we have forgotten something. Yeah, it's a it's a wrap up. It's not uh, we can't yeah. go chronologically and go in everything. We've done. We, this yeah. would be like a two hour, three hour episode. And nobody would listen but my mom. And Giles. Giles listens. <laughs> we gotta say <laughs> shout, shout out to, to Giles him. Dickerson. Yeah. Uh, any New Year's resolutions? Changing my filter once a month. I am committed ah. to changing my air filter once a month. Like Sometimes that. I forget. And we like to get that message out there to customers to change their air filter. Um, like on the first of the month or, th or the 15th of the month. Um, think of your air filter as um, like if you have a stuffy nose. You can't breathe well with a stuffy nose. So take out that dirty filter, get your nose nice and clear, um, and your system will, will work better. So um, it won't work as hard, which means your energy bill won't be as high. So change your air filter. You can do it on the cheap. They're super inexpensive. That's a good one. Call you call. So apparently I have um, a toilet to replace. Because I realized this morning that the toilet in my guest's bathroom was the was hung up and it was running. Unfortunately, um, it had not been running for that long. Good. But um, I was able to jiggle the handle and it it turned off. But you know, every I every day, all day long, we hear from customers saying, mm -hmm. "Why is my water bill so high? Why is my water usage mm -hmm. so high?" And so. You know, things like that happen to all of us, even those of us that work at PwC. That's true. Lamont, what you got? 
You know, I really didn't have one. It but has I, to be utility I, related. I, I love y'all's tips. <laughs> so I'm going to say uh, trying to take a five minute shower to kind of cut back on my water usage, <laughs> even though I'm not really going to do it. I need longer than five minutes. I you think have a lot in of there, ground to cover. Yeah, I got to, you know, moisturize my face and then I got to do the body. Exfoliate. I got to yeah. think about what I got to do Condition. for the day. And I got to wash this, this skull. It's, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, it's a good it, attempt, though. <laughs> Before we wrap things up, I want to say thank you to our listening audience. Uh, we, we know there are some loyal listeners out there. We want to thank you guys for sticking with us throughout the year. Please continue to tune in to PwC Connections, and we're going to continue to bring you some great content. Continue to follow us on our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Nextdoor, LinkedIn, you name it, FAYPWC. Please continue to go to our website to get information. That is our information hub www.fayypwc.com Download our mobile app. It is available on Google and Apple platforms. As a reminder, our offices will be closed on Thursday and Friday, the 23rd and 24th of December. The Christmas holiday. Um, If you need to reach us, however, you can call 1-877-OUR-PWC-1 and we will take care of your utility-related emergency. No problem. We're also closed December 31st for the New Year's holiday. Great reminder. All right. That's all I got. Thank you guys for stomaching me. And I'm talking about you guys, my coworkers, for putting up with me all year long. Greatly appreciate it. And we will catch you guys in the new year. 2022, right? 2022. And we're through. Take care. (laughs) 